Good morning, I'm Sharla Freeland from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 11th. In today's news, a plan to end the war in Afghanistan, and China and Russia shoot for the moon. But first, the big idea. Congress has approved a sweeping $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. The bill, dubbed the American Rescue Plan, passed in the House of Representatives almost entirely along party lines. It now goes to President Biden's desk, where he is expected to sign it Friday. The Post's Tony Rahm reports that the American Rescue Plan is one of the largest economic rescue packages in U.S. history. Congressional Democrats and Biden promised to pass a significant relief package as one of their first acts of governance after securing narrow majorities in the November elections. So what's in the bill? First, it authorizes another round of stimulus payments of up to $1,400 for most Americans. It extends additional enhanced unemployment aid to the millions of people still out of a job. And it makes major changes to the tax code to benefit families with children. Lawmakers also set aside tens of billions of dollars to fund coronavirus testing, contact tracing, and vaccine deployment. And the stimulus bill approves additional funds to help schools reopen, allow restaurants and businesses to stay afloat, and assist state and local governments to meet their own financial needs. Democrats did not get everything they initially sought. An earlier version of the stimulus, which passed in the House last month, included the first federal minimum wage increase in decades. But the idea died in the Senate, where moderate Democrats were unwilling to support the aggressive maneuvering that would have been required to pass it. On the House floor Wednesday, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi hailed the new version of the bill as, quote, one of the most transformative and historic bills any of us will ever have an opportunity to support. As for the question we all want answered, when will we get our stimulus check? Biden and his top aides have said the next round of stimulus checks should reach a large number of Americans by the end of the month. And that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, a leaked State Department document presents the clearest picture yet of a plan to end the war in Afghanistan. Foreign correspondent Savannah George reports the political settlement to the Afghan conflict would satisfy the Biden administration and pave the way for the complete withdrawal of U.S. troops from the country. The United States delivered the document to the Taliban and Afghan government last week as talks between the two Afghan sides have stood at a standstill and violence continues to rise across the country. The Biden administration has been conducting a review of U.S.-Afghanistan policy, and the agreement calls for the full withdrawal of U.S. troops by May 1st, if the militants meet specific conditions. The Washington Post obtained the eight-page proposal and verified its authenticity with two senior Afghan officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity. The State Department did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the document. The years-long U.S. diplomatic strategy to end the conflict in Afghanistan has largely been shrouded in secrecy. Under the Trump administration, only a four-page summary was released after the U.S. and the Taliban reached a peace deal last February. Overall, the document calls for Afghanistan's current government to be replaced with temporary leaders, a new constitution to be drafted, and a ceasefire to be brokered. Within those proposals are elements both sides have described as non-negotiable, so the plan is unlikely to be implemented in its current form. Some of the most important issues raised by the proposal include who will govern Afghanistan. 
One of the key stumbling blocks in talks between the Afghan government and the Taliban is the Taliban's claim that President Ashraf Ghani's government is illegitimate. And after eking out a slim election victory for a second term, Ghani has repeatedly refused to step down. And while Ghani's government has expressed openness to amending the Afghan constitution, it opposes rewriting it completely. Furthermore, the draft agreement appears to attempt to balance the Taliban's demand that Afghanistan be ruled by Islamic law and the Afghan government's appeal for the country to be governed democratically. Islam plays a prominent role in the draft peace plan. According to the document, a high council for Islamic jurisprudence will provide guidance and advice, but in cases where the council disagrees with the judiciary, the country's Supreme Court would make the final ruling. The war in Afghanistan remains the most violent conflict in the world. And number two, the China-Russia relationship is looking up. Literally, the nations have agreed to jointly build a research station to the moon, expanding the two countries' cooperation in space. According to an online statement from the China National Space Administration, the lunar base will be open to all interested countries and international partners. Foreign correspondent Eva Doe says the Chinese announcement did not give a target date for when the station will be complete. China's Space Administration said the research base will be located on the moon's surface or in orbit, engaging in research activities including lunar exploration and utilization. Russia was the first country to launch a satellite into orbit in 1957 and the first to send a person to space in 1961, and has been seeking to regain its leading position from the 1950s and 60s in space. But over the past few years, China has pushed to the front lines of space research. In 2019, it became the first country to land an unmanned spacecraft on the far side of the moon. Not to be confused with the 1973 Pink Floyd album, The Dark Side of the Moon. That's The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 11th. I'm Charlotte Freeland. Thanks for listening.